Fancy taking a humorous trip down a random topic each week? You do? Well, you're in luck. Casting Views, presented by me, Dan, and a host of guests, bring you just that. With topics from the world of entertainment, science, sport, and everyday life, there's bound to be a topic that's going to inform and amuse. Catch Casting Views every Sunday on all listening platforms now. Welcome to Sugar-Coated Murder Podcast. A brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. We're back. Leroy's in here. He's laying on his bed. Oh, Leroy. So we are figuring out how to record. Yeah. And in, in places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still on the blue couch, which y'all can't imagine what that is, but it's a blue couch that we're on. Um, not in the kitchen, but that's okay. We're I did a I did a bait a baked. Yeah. Yeah. A baked a yes. recipe. I had so. a little and it was fan freaking tastic. So I'm gonna tell you what it is. Thank you. It's brown butter bourbon banana bread. And I that knew is it. all I the bees. I just knew it. All the bees. All the bees. It's the brown butter bourbon bourbon. It's really hard to say. <laughs> brown butter. Brown butter bourbon banana bread. Yum-alicious. Yes. So I'll tell you what the recipe says to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because you know I didn't do exactly what no. the recipe said. So it's like your typical... Flour, baking soda, baking powder, salt, eight tablespoons of butter, three very ripe bananas, some eggs, some vanilla, some brown sugar, bourbon, buttermilk, and some chopped pecans. Mm -hmm. It calls for one tablespoon of bourbon. What do you think that sounds like a lot of bourbon to you? It's not enough. It doesn't seem like it to me either. Then it tells you to dice one banana and smash the other two Mm -hmm. because you're going to kind of saute the diced bananas and you're going to brown your butter and then you're going to put your bananas in it. And in the butter? Yeah. In the butter and the oh. brown sugar. Oh. Yes. And then you coat that and everything. Then you let it cool. I didn't, I didn't think that was enough. So I did one and a half bananas diced mm. and one because it calls for three. So smashed. I did. A, yeah. Okay. I did. A, and one and a half smash. You split. And I may it. have done a very healthy tablespoon of bourbon. Or sometimes it just pours over. I get yeah. it. Yeah. That makes sense. I added a little bit to the butter, the brown butter and the brown sugar mm. kind of situation. I added a splash in there. Mm-hmm. And then I did another generous um, tablespoon. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, you you blend it, you fold in your pecans and your caramelized bananas, and then you put it in a loaf pan and you um, cook it for 55 to 60 minutes. It was pretty easy. Lovely. Yeah, it's a pretty easy recipe. It's just that I felt like we needed to boost up that bourbon a little. Oh, yeah. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They called it a blonde, bold, boozy bread with brown butter. But no, it's not boozy with one tablespoon, guys. No, it's not. That's for the whole loaf. Yeah, I mean, and it, I'm thinking one tablespoon per slice. Well, yeah, <laughs> and some of it cooks out, you know. It does alcohol. cook out, yes. And I like that bourbon taste, mm-hmm. so I kind of played around with it. But and where did you find said recipe? Oh, said recipe is on a plate, a place. It's in a place 
on the interwebs called food52.com. Food52.com. So food52.com. I've never even heard of a thing like that. I hadn't either, but um, I wanted some good banana bread with bourbon in it. So I put recipe for banana bread with bourbon in it. And wow. that was what came up. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. You toast that in the morning with oh. a little pat of butter on it. Your life is starting out fine in yes. the morning. Yes. And then if you wanted to close out your day with another toasted with a scoop of ice cream, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing. No. That's my recipe and I'm sticking to it. That's amazing. <laughs> well done. Well Thank done. Thank you so much. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's Piper. She's not even in the room with us. That's how loud she is. Oh, Pipes. I know. All right. Well, I got a murder to talk about. This okay. one is crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I was looking up um, a couple weeks ago, we were doing our current events. Mm-hmm. This one popped up. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's not where this one came from. It's not. It's not where this one came from. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. I'm quite confused. This so I'm actually tuning came in. from a fan. A fan. <gasps> suggested this Can our friend Dean, a listener a listener Fan sounds so like we're something no we're not something we're nothing <laughs> yeah and people who know us know that we don't think we're anything but nothing yeah so let's call him listener okay yeah listener dean suggested dean. This. yes dean, dean dean the listening machine <laughs> yes that's how we'll always think of him now Every time I say his name, I'm going to say it in full. Dean Dean, the listening machine. Oh, yeah. So this goes out to you, Dean Dean, the listening machine. (laughs) Thanks for all the compliments. Dean Dean, Dean, the listening machine. (laughs) (laughs) This is a doozy. This was a doozy. Not a doozy. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. It takes place in Canada. Oh, Canada. It's been so long since we sang that. That really felt so good. It does. It does. Gosh. Well, this is bad news. On Uh July 30th, 2008, Tim McLean caught a Greyhound bus heading to Winnipeg. At 22, Tim was making his way in the world as a carnival barker. Making my way down. Tim, I don't know, a carnival barker? Yeah, he was a barker. I feel like that's Leroy's job. No. He's the guy at the circus that would stand outside the tents and call out to passersby and encourage them to come in and see the show. That is a great career to aspire to. Yeah. You know, the guy, he's like, step Step right right up up and come (laughs) see our snake man. (laughs) Our bearded snake. Lady. Right this way. Right this folks. way. Step right up. Exactly. You've never seen this before. It's one of a kind. Don't be scared. Do not be scared because there's a half sneak, half man in this tent. You're going to want to see this show. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. He gets on the bus and he's tired. You know, he's headed home. He's been working and he's kind of ready to get out of the whole circus business and oh. his other jobs that he he does that he keeps him closer to home. Okay. Yeah. He gets on the bus and he actually takes a seat all the way in the back, like the row right in front of the bathroom. Ooh, I don't like that row. Puts on his headphones. Yes. And just kind of dozes off to sleep. Okay. Down the road, the Greyhound bus goes. The wheels on the bus go right. (laughs) Sorry. It's that the bus is actually traveling on the trans. Oh, I wish I could have written that right. (laughs) It doesn't really matter. 
they were on they were in Canada. Maybe it's trans transhound instead of greyhounds. No, trans something highway. The transatlantic? No. I really wish I could remember. The Trans Nova Scotia? Something with a P maybe. Trans Pacific? Doesn't look like it. Maybe it'll come up again and I'll Trans Palisades? Trans Parade. Maybe. Trans Could be any of those. Pam. <laughs> Could be any of those. Could be and I'm sure people from Canada are screaming at Oh, right they're now. like, you dumbasses. <laughs> oh, Oi. Come on, oi. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. He was mm-hmm. on a Greyhound bus. They were traveling. Yeah. He was relaxing, headphones on, asleep. He's going home to see his family. And around 6.55, another passenger mm-hmm. got on the Greyhound bus. His name was is Vincent Lee. Vincent Lee. Vincent Lee, L-I, Lee. Okay. I mean, you could say Lee if you want, but I could say it, but I feel like it's Lee. So it seems like I would call him Vincent Lee. Vincent Lee, like yes. if it was an adverb. Oh, right, that's a good one, <laughs> Vincent Lee. So as the bus departs the stop, Vincent takes a seat at the front of the bus. Okay. Then they come to like a little rest area. He gets off the bus. He has a cigarette. He gets back on the bus, and then he decides to go take a seat all the way in the back. Next to Tim. There's 35 passengers on the bus, by the way. So he passes all of the seats, which to me is not a very full bus. I don't know. I can't. I can't get. You don't count. remember. You don't remember when we traveled I, on the Greyhound oh bus. Oh my god, that was felt just... like there were a thousand people on that bus. Yeah, and we definitely were the youngest. We were definitely the youngest, and we were unaccompanied. Unaccompanied minors. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. From Franklin to South Hill, y'all. I don't even. Well, didn't even go to South Hill. Went to Carsville. Oh, Carsville. That's right. Carsville. Mm-hmm. Carsville. Carsville. All right. So Vincent takes a seat next to Tim. Tim barely acknowledges him. He's like, ah. And then he goes to sleep, falls back to sleep. And the bus takes off down the highway. Mm-hmm. And it's nighttime. And all of a sudden, this blood curdling scream rings out. And the passengers all look to the back of the bus. And there they see Vincent Lee <laughs> with a ginormous Rambo sized knife. <gasps> Stabbing Tim no, repeatedly no. in the throat, and Tim is trying to fight him off and get him into Vincent Lee. Vincent Lee has lost his marbles. Gee whiz! And even though Tim tries, and he's young, he's like a nice young strapping man, and he's not winning that battle. I know. And the the passengers are screaming, and the bus driver is trying to pull over to stop the bus and see what the hell. Yeah. And the next thing they know, freaking Vincent cuts off Tim's head. No, no. And holds it up for the no, passengers. No, Oh, my God. That is The a bus nightmare. is pulled over. The bus driver opens the doors, and everybody runs, like runs off the bus, but they've already seen it. Yeah. And as they're running off the bus, Vincent Lee is continually chopping off pieces of Tim's body and eating his flesh. Not eating it. He's eating it. No, he's not. He's like a freaking animal. What is happening with Vincent? What was in that cigarette he smoked? I don't know. I don't know. I just do not know. I do not know. What the hell? I know. This is terrifying. Yeah. So it's wild and crazy. The bus driver, everybody's off the bus. Passengers did try to save Tim, sure. but they could not get to him. You can't. If the guy is, like, wielding a huge knife, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. 
Exactly. They tried, but they couldn't. So then they got off the bus and they held the doors closed so that Vincent Lee couldn't get off the bus. Oh, gosh. Right? Can you imagine? Oh. He's pacing back and forth, back and forth, and he hops in the driver's seat, (gasps) turns on the bus, and starts taking off. He leaves? Well, in Canada, they have these remote immobilizers on their buses. Yeah. And the bus driver hits the button and the bus stops and won't go. (gasps) Yeah, so then they run up. By That's now, brilliant. the driver has pulled over, and he's helping them hold the... He's giving them a crowbar to help keep the doors closed so that Vincent Lee can't get off the bus. They've called the police. The police are coming, but Vincent is, like, holding Tim's head back and forth on the bus. And, the, you know, oh, all the passengers are oh, off. Yeah. Some of them are screaming. They're in shock. Some of them are throwing up. Yeah. It is, like... T- Total chaos on the side. You know, I'd be like sitting in the grass just rocking. Oh, yeah. I'd put my back to the bus and I'll just sit there and rock like nothing's wrong. It's all good. I'm okay. Oh, yeah. It's just a hot freaking Oh, my gosh. This is awful. At about 8.30, just an hour and a half after Vincent had gotten onto the bus, the Royal Mounted Police were notified that there had been a stabbing on a Greyhound bus. When they arrived, they saw the passengers in huddles, some crying, some sick, some in shock. One sitting in the grass. One sitting in the grass, right back forth. <laughs> By nine o'clock, the police and Vincent were in a standoff. Vincent Lee. Vincent Lee. Vincent Lee was still on the bus, pacing back and forth, and he continued to mutilate and eat Tom's body. I don't know what to tell you. It was crazy. This what he is was doing awful. Was this is just awful. Right. At 1.30 in the morning, Vincent tried to escape through a bus window. I was afraid of that. But police tased him, and they caught him. Okay. And they cuffed him, and they took him into custody. Oh, dear God. The other passengers from the bus were taken to a holding area away from that Greyhound bus. I would never get on another one. And it is said that, that Greyhound did take all of the passengers to a store and let them buy clothes to replace the clothes that they had on the bus. Okay. So oh, I see what you're saying. Like their luggage was on the bus. They had their things. And- yes. All wow. their items. Gee whiz. Once at the police station, they actually go to pat Vincent Lee down and they find Tim's tongue, nose, and an ear. You've got to stop pocket. it. No. In his pants no, pocket. No, no, no. And this no. isn't made up. They're pictures it's real. It, it, there's pictures? There's pictures. Of his tongue? I didn't see pictures box. like that, but they're pictures of the bus, the police outside the bus, the guy inside the bus. What, can pictures. you tell me what year this was? 2008. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it wasn't like way back, way back. Yeah. 2008. That's not that long ago, people. Yeah. Yeah. They could never find Tim's eyes, and there's, there was a part of his heart missing, so they they. I feel like they were ingested. Five five months after Tim's brutal murder, his girlfriend gave birth to his baby boy. Oh, my gosh. He'll be 15 this year. Stop. I know. After Vincent Lee was arrested and taken to jail, his trial started on March 3rd, 2009. 
Okay. Well, that's quick. He pled not criminally responsible, meaning he accepted that the crimes happened. However, he was mentally unstable and was not responsible for the killing. I'm having a hard time with this. A psychiatrist testified that he had diagnosed Vincent Lee with schizophrenia while he was in custody and awaiting trial. According to the psychiatrist, Vincent Lee was hearing voices and thought that God himself had told Vincent Lee that Tim was evil and that Vincent Lee had to kill him because Tim was about to kill Vincent Lee. That is, God did not say that, Vincent Lee. After hearing all of the testimony. Tim was a good guy. He was not a bad guy, and he was not. He didn't even know who Vincent Lee he was. was. He was just. Old. He's just trying to get home to his girlfriend, who was going to have a baby. Yeah, and he put his headphones on because he didn't want to hear people go tinkle in the bathroom. No, and he was tired That's of it. the people. And he was tired. Tired of the people. He had been doing the people stuff the whole Ugh. while he was barking at the carnival. After hearing all of the testimony, the judge ruled that Vincent Lee was not criminally responsible for the murder. No. And cannibalism of Tim McLean. Vincent Lee was remanded to Selkirk Mental Health Center. In June of 2010, Vincent Lee was given permission to take supervised outdoor walks on the grounds of the facility. In 2016, Vincent Lee was given permission to leave the facility unsupervised. What is happening in Canada? With temporary Oh, Canada. What is going on? No. In 2017, Vincent Lee decided he'd change his name to Will Lee Baker. Will Lee. Will Lee. Right. Willie. We'll call him Willie. <laughs> How about Will Lee? Will Lee. <laughs> and he was given an absolute discharge with no restrictions this is how many years it happened in 2008 he went to the trial in 2009 by 2017 he had changed his name and gotten an absolute discharge he didn't even he wasn't even in there 10 years correct correct and he literally walked out of the facility with no restrictions he didn't have to check in nothing no he was just like i'm now Willie. I'm Willie and I'm good to go. And I'm just going to be a whole citizen out here. Yep. The doctors felt that he was no longer a threat to society. It went before a board. The board agreed and out he went. Willie Baker was released from the facility and was free to go live his life. And he's just out there living his life. And they said, as long as he's taking his medicine, everybody's safe. But who's monitoring his medicine? They don't care. Tim's mom, Carol, has been to the statehouse in Canada. She has attempted to get the laws changed, making mental patients criminally responsible. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I I did this, and I was schizophrenic at the time. But then to me, you you still have to serve a sentence. You just serve it in the mental health facility. Because you still did it. Yeah. She and a lot of Canadians feel like that once the mental term is up, that the criminal should then, the criminal side of it should then kick in and the person should go to jail. Yes. <sighs> it just yes, because so he can take his medicine in jail. Vincent Slash Bill is free as a bird, but Tim is still dead. He is. Many of the passengers on that bus have filed lawsuits against Greyhound and the the law officials. The only Wait, Greyhound. Why are, why are they suing Greyhound? The Greyhound didn't know. Um, Greyhound. There's no. There's no check. There's no like buy a ticket. 
Where are you going to go? And are you, should you be on schizophrenic medication? I know. I didn't read the documents for what their lawsuits said. I can't imagine. A lot of them withdrew. Tim's mom and dad, I believe, still have a lawsuit pending with Greyhound. So Tim's girlfriend evidently lost her marbles as well and was not a good parent. And Tim's mom adopted him. And now the son lives with Carol. Okay. She has him in the care of a psychologist right now to deal with the information that continues yes. to trickle out about his father's brutal death. Oh, which my is gosh. terrible. And the man that murdered him is living just just you know, living. He's just out living just life. Just up the road. That's not okay. Isn't that insane? Isn't I don't that like the craziest it. story. I don't like ever? anything about that story. No, it was awful. It was yeah, awful. there's not even closure to that story. There's no closure because he no. never went to jail. No, and I remember I. I can't remember if we've had any updates lately about it, but about that kid in Florida, remember? Same kind of situation. Yeah, but he, I know that they were supposed to do his trial, but I can't find anything about it. I think he ended up, you know what? I don't know. I, it's very confusing yeah, information. Yeah, we'll have to look. We'll have to look and see. Yeah, because I check on that every in once Canada in a while. And the laws in the United wow. States are yeah. very, very different. Very, oh, very sure. different. Yeah, I couldn't. I was like, "What? What are you? What are you actually talking about here? Are you telling me this man walked out of that mental facility?" So my thing is, I think Carol crazy. should be able to sue Willie. for at least for wrongful death, and maybe it's not jail time, but at least getting get some type of punishment mm-hmm. you know like even like the way that who's he what's its parents sued oj wrong oh, like a civil case like right. a civil case but i don't know if they do that in canada or not i don't either canada i don't know they must not because it sounds like they they've, they've done everything they can think of to yeah do legally they gotta they gotta change the laws yeah and see i guess i do kind of get the greyhound bus thing because if there was an accident on the greyhound bus or whatever even if it wasn't the greyhound bus driver's thing you still would think that their insurance would kick in and cover it, but it doesn't cover this type of. I don't know if there's a decapitation clause in the. There should be. Well, maybe we'll there should be. We'll cover you if you get decapitated. Well, we'll cover any passengers that are on a Greyhound whilst a decapitation yes. happens. And cannibalism. We cover all cannibalism on the Greyhound. Yeah. Definitely. And Uh, then there was some information, a little bit of information about some interactions that Vincent Lee had with police before getting on the bus. Evidently, he just one day up and left his wife and went to a bus station. He sold a computer to some dude for 60 bucks, bought himself a Greyhound ticket to wherever he was going. But he stayed up all night. And he sat like straight up and he, his behavior was obviously off and yeah. nobody prevented him from getting on the bus. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, I mean, please. You would never you would never think. Exactly. Like, that's a big leap it to be like, leap. oh, he's going to murder some people on that bus. We should. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So we won't post pictures of Vincent. Lee, no, let's don't. But we will put a picture up of Tim because he was cute. Oh my gosh, very Poor handsome. Tim. I know, 22, never got to meet his son, never got to really live life. No, that is really tragic. Very oh, tragic. I just feel so bad for him. I do too. That's awful. I know. And his poor parents. Come on, Canada. Come on, Canada. Get it together get over it there. Get it together. Get it together. I can't go into O Canada until they get it together. No. I'm going to need them to get it together. Yeah. 
What are you going to do about this? Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Because I, I need something. Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody around there is just holding their breath, praying that Willie decides to take his meds every day. Yeah, for sure. Lord have mercy. Well, I have an update on something that we talked about when we did our current events. Oh. Remember I told you that Corey Richens, who is the wife of the guy that died of fentanyl poisoning and she wrote the book. Oh, right, book. right. That's she right. was going to go in and ask for bail because they had denied her bail. And then right. she, wanted to, she wanted to bail. Yeah. This is the crazy thing. This was a hearing that I've never, like, I thought it was a, just a typical bail hearing. But they actually talked about some of the evidence against her. And they had some people testify at this hearing. Really? Which is really crazy. Okay. Good. But, yeah. Are reasons to not. I mean, get her. she was denied. Good. Today, she was denied. Thank goodness. I oh think gosh. she's got another some kind of a hearing. It's another preliminary hearing of something, like maybe on the twenty ninth or something of June. I don't know. If, I don't mm. know if I got that right, but sometime coming up. But she was denied. But some of the stuff they were talking about, I was just like, what "The hell are you thinking? <laughs> like, why? Evidently, you know, OD on fentanyl. Well." She's trying to say that it was an accidental overdose on her husband's part. And, of course, she tried to say that he he was a drug addict, which all of his friends have come out and said he's never done drugs. And there was nothing in his background to indicate that he had done drugs. And, you know, they can do that hair follicle test. Oh, right. Like, there's nothing that they have found that he's a habitual drug user. Right. But the the um, prosecuting attorney brought up a really good point, and he was like, well, I can understand a guy accidentally overdosing on fentanyl, like maybe taking two pills too many, you know, like you get your dosage oh, just wrong. Right, yeah. He was like, this is like 20 pills too many. Oh, my God. This is not the same. <laughs> I accidentally swallowed 20. Exactly. As to just the one. Just, yeah. God. And then she had, they seized her phone and they have found all sorts of incriminating evidence against oh her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So one of the things that she has Googled is she wants to know where all the, what did she call them? Country club prisons for the rich are i guess oh, she thinks that's where she's going oh lord yeah well, let me do let's just do one thing real quick okay pull up your phone okay. and open google Uh-oh. yeah it's happening hey google hey google all right you got it uh-huh and where it says search or type web address click it does a list come up of everything you've been no. Why not? Stupid Apple phone. That's why it's Apple phone. Because I don't use Google. The last thing that I have is ice cream near me. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> the other one is water test for bad eggs and another word for tempo because I was doing a crossword. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. But when I am, well, first of all, when I do research for my murder cases, I don't use my phone. I use the computer. The computer. But also I use Safari. We have like on Apple, you have Safari as uh-huh. a as an, a search engine too, right. and that's what I use. And so when I bring up Safari and I hit that, nothing comes up. It just says scan text. Oh, they would have to. They're, they're going to have to do a little bit more research than yeah, just. Yeah, well, the droid. We're just going to put it right out. There. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Putting yeah, it out are. there You're right just now. Just going to put it right out there. That's yeah. funny. So, so anyway, I wanted know. to give you an update on. Well, thank Corey Richens. Yeah, she's psycho. She truly is psycho. She truly is. She's she's really dumb. She's like Listen, a dumb Listen, if I had that children's book, I'd be taking it back to the store to get my money back. I'd be sending it right so back to Amazon, saying I'm not. I'm not having this. No. 
No, I cannot support the Kellogg. No, no, that's a book to burn. It is. And I would expect if somebody went out and bought our book and found out we were Kellogg's, I would expect them to do the same. I do too. And also the really creepy part is the image on the front of the dad up in heaven is very, very similar to this image. Oh, man. Like, she's just gross. Yeah, that's terrible. She's very gross. So, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Thanks. Well, look at us. We did another one. Another one in the books. Green check mark all the I way. I mean, it's going to be like several weeks in a row. Yeah. Tell your friends. What are you going to tell them? Tell your friends that we're recording oh, and they should listen. Oh, murders back, y'all. Yeah. Let everybody know. Get up in there. Yeah. Let it, because I, I have a feeling we have people drop off maybe. I don't know. Our numbers are, I think our, our numbers are, are confusing. They're very confusing That's, to they're me. They're good. So let's yeah, just let's ride, just, let's ride, let's that, just ride that. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Um, if y'all don't know, we wrote a book. If you haven't read it, what the hell's wrong with you? Exactly. Please buy a copy, read it, enjoy it. You can hear our voices when you read it. That's what I've been told. And for everybody that has bought one and supported us, we really appreciate it. And if you're like a, a producer or some <laughs> big movie executive out there and you feel like you want to turn it into something, call us. We're open. Well, don't we're call because our numbers are not listed, but you could email us because we have email. Yes. What yeah, is that Murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. Or you can Email. follow us on all of our social media. We've got Twitter, where we're sugar at Sugar Murder. We've got Instagram, we're at Sugar Coated Murder. And then Facebook, you just like type in Sugar Coated Murder Podcast and you'll find us. Yeah. So, I mean, if you wanted to do an after school special about what not to do in yeah. high school, yeah. If you wanted to turn it into some weird, you know, lifetime movie or, or yeah, a horror Hallmark, movie. Hallmark. Hallmark. <laughs> we can go horror or, or Hallmark. Yeah. We'll do, I mean, any kind of episodes like on any of the murder shows or, um, I mean, if you wanted us to just start a murder talk show, we're here for you. Whatever you need us to do. Whatever you need. Yeah. yeah we're here to cover it. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We cover things. We do. <laughs> okay, guys. Love ya. Stay Love ya. sweet. Don't, Don't murder. Because if you kill people, we're going to talk about you. And we will not stop. No, but in the meantime, go make some brown butter. This has been Sugar Coated oh, Murder but, but, Podcast. Bye, y'all. A deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast.